0: Did <laughs> thank you for that. it, did it, did it, did
1: this podcast contains mature content and is only attended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, we're all here and welcome to Katara, a queer Asian American and Pacific Islander review podcast for Avatar The Last Airbender.
2: Now introducing, we have a special guest um, from the beloved series of Harold and Kumar, John Cho!
0: Oh my God, hi, it's me, John Cho, everyone straight from production. How's it going? And (laughs) I am happy to also be accompanied here by your your favorite side candy that's actual trash for your body and also good for your body. T roll. T roll.
1: Hi, I'm T Roll. And I'm so excited to introduce our other co-host, Clubbed Foot
2: How did you know?
1: I smelt it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the doctor says in six months, I should maybe be able to walk.
1: <laughs> With assistance of a guide dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, everyone. So we are super excited to talk about After the Last Airbender, Book One, Water, Chapter Three, The Southern Air Temple. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's the theme i think i think i remember that <laughs> of this that's episode the of the, <laughs> yeah yeah the musical theme for this it's
2: supposed to come the air temple.
1: <laughs> it's also supposed to sound nice i don't know if if you're thinking about that but it should sound uh, nice
0: <laughs> but, was- but if you had if you had a musical theme for your life what would it be could you like give us a little taste right now
2: the first
0: thing was like that's mine Uh, club (laughs) foot club foot would you want to
2: party over there at club (laughs) foot
1: I was gonna say like club foot's theme song would just be the background noise from the E.T. porn video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: I hate that that exists.
0: (laughs) E.T., fuck home.
2: (laughs) E.T., bone home.
0: Oh, my God. So this episode (laughs) starts... (laughs) with Aang being hella excited to show his friends the air temple and then oh my god, talk uh,
1: about delusional Katara's <laughs> like bitch your family's dead and he was like <laughs> you're stupid know. like why would they be dead oh my god He's
0: so they ignorant, are so girl. resilient they they're just because no one's seen them doesn't mean that they're not hiding under a rock yeah. somewhere. you know what I mean
1: <laughs> like did Aang forget that people can climb like people can fucking climb
2: Katara tries to be nice about it. Like, a lot can happen in a hundred (laughs) years. Dumb bitch.
1: (laughs) And the subtext is literally, bitch, they're dead. Like, they're (laughs) dead, dead. Like... They were murdered horrifically,
0: Aang.
2: Like, no one's seen them because they're dead.
0: (laughs) Aang, I'm so excited for you to show us your home. Also, I'm so excited. Also, unrelated, do you know the term genocide? Are you familiar? (laughs) Unrelated. Do you need me to walk you through this concept real quick? I just want it to not be fresh, you know? Um, So that's that's the vibe that we're getting right when we start off. Zuko, we cut over to Zuko. Coming off a ship is still pressed, which I feel like is going to be a theme with him. And it doesn't want to let Commander Zhao... So we're introduced to this beautiful Commander oh Zhao. My who's like, oh my god. Every type of... <laughs> you all are gross. Your reactions just now.
2: He is everything me. you hate in a man, but want to
1: kind of Exa- like... you. <laughs>
0: exactly. He is every type of toxic masculinity that I want to need in my life.
1: I... I don't like it on the outside. That's why I need it on the inside.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So we meet Daddy Commander Zhao, uh, who is clearly already like peacocking the second that he sees Zuko, which is also like, Zuko is immediately trying to hide the fact that he found the Avatar. And uh, we also learn, really fun, that Iroh is actually a retired general and called the great hero of our nation. So that's some new information that we're first learning for the first first learning for the first time.
1: Yeah, more like um, I whoa, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Also, <laughs> can we buzz. talk about Zuko's voice in general? It just always yeah. sounds like
2: It's Dante Bosco.
1: <laughs> no, I did not know, <laughs> that, know that Zuko's that. voice yes, is Dante. Dante Bosco. It's Ruffy. <laughs>
0: Do you you watch the, the boo of course
1: you, you are talking
0: that? to two philip millennial <laughs> filipino americans what kind of, what do you think the answer is to that question oh my I god i had the boo you-
2: dante <laughs> Bosco <Basta> was there <laughs>
0: you, you are dante Bosco.
1: <laughs> oh my god but do you remember the line where they're like uh flat
0: noses it makes it easier to kiss or something i uh, it was so bad. It's like, it's that that line, I feel like has gone on that trajectory where like, we first all heard it and it was terrible. And then we like, 10 years later, like, oh, that was so embarrassing. And then now it's like, that was such a sickening line. You know, like, what bravery, <laughs> what commitment to like, dumbassery, whoever wrote that line, <laughs> like, live.
1: Also, can we talk about like just the disparity in quality of that debut? Like,
0: yeah, um, it
1: it was it was in a typical gym,
0: which totally makes sense. Absolutely, Bay Area debut. And by by the way, not to interrupt you, but just in case for our listening audience, if you're not familiar with what a debut is, it's essentially a sweet sixteen for Filipino Americans at age eighteen. And really, it's a time for for fathers to sell their daughters away to marriage.
1: I was it. literally about to say it's where we auction off their
0: virginities. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, um, Tootsie Roll, Tootsie <laughs> Roll. you were in the middle. You're in the t- middle t- of dragging t- the debut. You were well, in the middle of dragging cult classic the debut. <laughs> well,
1: here's the thing. It was one. It was hilarious because it tried to tackle every single part of asian american culture specifically filipino american culture in the bay but then like actually i guess this does make sense like it was in a pretty mediocre gym and then it had like top notch filipino cultural dance do you remember (laughs) i remember sitting i remember sitting there like oh okay so they brought in the professionals they like called in uc davis and we're like all right everybody (laughs) we need you to come up here and do your little tidic (laughs) thing 60%
0: Sixty <laughs> percent of that movie production budget went to that cultural dance troupe yeah. <laughs> to come in and do synchel.
1: <laughs> uh, we need you to come do Sinko, especially in the
0: Muslim suite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Zuko is our beloved Rufio, our beloved. I don't even remember his name in the debut, but his that iconic Dante Bosco. <laughs> but yeah, you were you were saying Dante Bosco sounds constipated, and I want you to like put that on record again yeah
1: um, so that- yeah dante bosco sounds constipated um
0: <laughs> we just want to say officially for the record this is all good fun as a podcast officially endorses and loves dante bosco period yeah, he, he is our dante mascot bosco,
2: if you're listening to this Hi. Wait,
0: can Dante
1: Bosco please be our mascot? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: be Dante Bosco, please come be a, a guest onto our show. We would love to have you. Oh my God. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we learned that, oh, uh, that Je- former General Iroh is brother to the Fire Lord, and Zuko is the son of the Fire Lord, which is super interesting. We also find out that. Uh, later on, Zuko... Actually, I don't want to get that too far ahead of it. But yeah, so we find that in the beginning. We cut back to them on the back... of Team Avatar on the back of Appa, like, flying up to the Southern Air Temple. Katara continuing to prepare Aang for the ruthlessness of the Fire Nation. Aang is like, eh, Sokka is hungry. <laughs> and then, honestly, they come up to, like, one of the most beautiful reveals I think I've ever seen in animated like productions ever of like the Southern Air Temple coming into view i was yeah. like i literally this is like the fifth time i've ever seen this shot and i literally <laughs> gasped again i was like
1: <gasps> they they have like these moments of like not so great animation like it's it's very clear like when it was made and then they have these moments of just beautiful fine art yeah. like <laughs>
0: it's just so pretty like i would love to see that southern air temple image on a ma- mandala or a mandala like on a tapestry that i put like behind my bed you know that's just the kind of that's the kind of image it was evoking for me
1: That's crazy. yeah right right next to my tapestry of ganesha you know what i mean yeah. just...
0: <laughs> love it yes for, for yes. those
1: listening if you are unsure of what we're talking about right now clubbed foot has two tapestries in the back of nino Akino. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. uh, so after the, the reveal of the Air Temple, we cut back to the Fire Nation and Zuko and Iroh are having tea or dinner, I forget what it was, with Commander tea. Zhao. yeah it tea. We were just having tea un- with
2: Uncle, Uncle Iroh was like, Do you have ginseng tea?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said
0: that just, oh my god, you sound just Ooh. like him. Oh my Plut god. Committing to the. Are you an <laughs> actor? Oh my gosh, are you, wait, are you an actor?
2: <laughs> Call my agent. <laughs> they're
0: a porn actor. <laughs> I was on, in that E.T.
2: one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so they're at tea with Commander Zhao. Uh, we learned that the Fire Lord is trying to conquer the world and Commander Zhao is number one fangirl. <laughs> and Zuko... Interestingly, he has, like, calls his father a fool. Like, he says that line about, like, if my father thinks that he can conquer the world without resistance, that he's a fool. Which is super interesting. They kind of yeah. drop that, and they don't really go into it.
1: Literally, yeah, not pick tra- up on that line. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, like kind of, like, paused on that earlier. And I was like, okay, Zuko's, like, I mean, I know Zuko is doing everything for, to regain his honor back to his father, but he's also, like, critical of, like, what his father's doing. So it's kind of, like all right
0: okay character what development <laughs> yeah i want to know more about you as a character
2: yeah
0: <laughs> totally
1: and when they're like remember the last time that you fought a master and then it like pans over to his fucked up eye and you're like okay everybody like chill okay <laughs> like chill <laughs> can you <laughs> leave zuko
0: leave zuko's chlamydia alone seriously like it's clearly embarrasses him.
1: Pink eye is not a joke. Mono is not a joke. He could die. He could die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we know that So Zhao is trying to pressure Zuko to tell him information about the Avatar, but Zuko's trying to hold fast, but then we find out that Zuko ship's crew out, baby Zuko, and then Sojao's like, So, what were you telling me about how your ship was damaged? Like, oh,
1: can we, one more Toxic thing?
0: daddy again that he is, yes.
1: yes. Can we talk about how every, every Fire Nation room is an SM room? Like, <laughs> just every room we come yes. upon just has whips and chains, and it's just painted red, and 50 shades of awful. <laughs> I'm t- meanwhile, like I, in my heart, I want to believe that not every Fire Nation person is this terrible. And they all have like person. those full
2: on like masks like, too. <laughs>
1: yeah, like the Da Vinci Code, you know, and like <laughs> <this> goes about. <laughs> to get, like, sperm of jesus you know just absolutely why is it so gross
0: in every room we go into and so (laughs) hard did you just say sperm of jesus like in reference to the tip code
1: yeah remember Uh, they needed to i do remember they have to continue the line (laughs) of jesus christ tangents tangents tangents
0: um one small fun fact that i think i might get slightly wrong so please Correct me in Twitter on Twitter or like in the comments if I fuck this up. But I remember one time read that the voice actor for um, Commander Zhao is actually the same dude who well, he it was inspired by the character from the movie in The Patriot by like the main British antagonist in the movie The Patriot, who's the same actor who plays Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter series. So like that entire like character, like Lucius Malfoy, that like antagonistic British officer, is literally Commander Zhao in this universe. So, the Morena, Aww. you know. So that's
2: why I'm sexually conflicted. At the- <laughs> were the you game.
0: okay, honest, shower? Were you
1: attracted to Lucius Malfoy? I was
2: not. <laughs>
1: okay, speaking shit. Absolutely, literally not. <laughs> Something about the platinum hair did yeah. not work for me. <laughs>
2: but the the dominance was there. I'm like. Okay.
1: <laughs> you know what I was into? I was into Lord Voldemort being dunked into the cauldron and goblet of fire. You know, like oh when Wormtail just like drops his ass in, <laughs> like <laughs> a fucked up holy communion.
0: Is that like that's your like fetish? you know? Is it? Is it? Is like fake so dra- Is it. is waterboarding? Is waterboarding is your fetish? Is that what you're telling us, Tutsi? <laughs>
1: cauldron no, no. boarding. My, my, my kink is Voldemort looking like a dinosaur fawn, a baby fawn. You know what I mean? Just gooey and, like, skeleton showing. Just those are the things I'm into.
0: Totally. Reptilian sex. Yeah. <laughs> Reptilian intercourse.
1: <laughs> and and scalding hot water. Mmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Ew. <laughs>
1: that you've never had a adobo like this
0: one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so we come back to the air temple <laughs> and we learn <laughs> that no one is left at the air temple. And Katara and Sokka, so huh? like, so, it's funny because like Aang is starting to like put the pieces. He's like, it's so weird. Like this used to be full of life. And then Katara and Sokka like look at each other like, so how do you play air ball? <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and then literally and then like a second later they find that fire nation helmet and then Sokka's like you need to tell ang and then katara calls him over and the last second she's like so look at this waterbending <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> it, it, was, it. <laughs> it was literally that moment when like big bird finds out that his neighbor died do you guys remember this episode <laughs> oh my big, god wait, like, big bird weird... yeah in sesame street
0: No, I do not
1: remember. I'll I'll, I'll send it over. But Big Bird comes over and he's like, I drew this picture for Mr. Club Thumb. And he had just died previously. Like, they were all just talking about how he died. And Big Bird comes over and was like, I drew this picture. And they're like, all kind of like looked at each other and went, who's going to tell the bird? Like, are you going to tell the bird? I'm not going to tell the bird. And then one of them walks over and is like, Big Bird, he's dead. And the big bird goes, when's he coming back? And right there, right there is when I climaxed.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do remember reading somewhere that like, I mean, well, I mean, we all know this with Sesame Street touches on like every like real topic in the world, which is why Sesame Street is amazing. But I do not remember that episode.
1: (laughs) I'll send it over. It's so sad. (sighs) Oh Did you see, it's another Big Bird reference. Did you see Big Bird sing at Jim Henson's funeral?
0: Oh my gosh, no. Was
1: no, you that? need to send us all of these. I'll also send that over. Big Bird, like, okay, it's not funny, but Big Bird, like, hunkers down the aisle towards the microphone. Oh, Lord. Yeah, there's, like, this pan camera. Like, it looks at the Big Bird at the top of the building, and it's, like, Big Bird walks down, like, clunk, clunk it's <laughs> the microphone <laughs> and then like the piano's playing and big gets up there and then he goes it's not that easy and I'm just sitting oh. there just shitting you know what I mean <laughs> oh my <laughs>
0: oh my god
2: oh, that- oh.
0: <laughs> that's sad well on that note let's go to our first commercial break y'all <laughs> <laughs> hi everyone
1: it's Tootsie Roll here to let you know that Katara is brought to you by Wix. You can sign up for Wix <laughs> and create your own website.
2: Sorry, my dogs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> about about Club thumbs dogs, about <laughs> Katara.
2: My dogs are real. howling, I am so sorry.
0: <laughs> that is totally fine, literally. So my partner is actually in the process of letting my dog out of her torture cage and because she's actually in the middle of like a diarrhea spell and so like normally we take her out but like because we live on the third floor of the apartment building and there was carpet on the stairs like we're not risking it so like until the diarrhea clears up we're just letting her poop in the apartment and so you might hear puppy diarrhea in a minute and i just want to extend this moment even longer
1: can i read um, all this
0: commercial <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <totally. laughs> here we go.
0: Here we go.
1: Here. Hey guys, just want to let you know that Katara is brought to you by John Cho's Diuretic Dog, <laughs> <laughs> and by Stanley Steamer Cleaning Services. So if you have a dog <laughs> on the third floor that's just shitting all over your Victorian carpet, call Stanley oh Steamer and they'll clean it right up for you. Let's get oh back. My God. To the Tootsie! I guess for Bill. But also, yo, John, this dog sounds like a fucking nuisance. Like, she? Oh my god.
0: She is a nuisance. That's why we torture her in that crate. Also, PETA, it's a joke. That's a joke, PETA. Like, I'm not torturing our dog. <laughs> oh my god. Take a chill pill. <laughs> Crates are humane ways of training puppies about boundaries, okay? And is, as is punching them in the face. So on to act two, we start off with Katara and Sokka arguing about whether or not to protect Aang. So this is kind of like a continuity to protecting him from the truth. Uh, And then we find this cute little statue of this beautiful old monk and Aang introduced them as Gyatso, who is his old mentor. And then we go into this flashback of Aang hanging out with monk Gyatso and they're having a conversation about Aang, first learning that he's the avatar and not feeling prepared and how is he going to get help and then what a
1: beautiful flashback
0: to go into yeah first of all so beautiful so beautiful a
1: great reveal to go into and then i'm like okay i like it it's funny because we're all asian american and like these like very vague generalizations of what asian american culture American westernized audience think it is (laughs) like it's just very funny because I'm like yeah this seems like a reference to a lot of
0: cultures that we're familiar with (laughs) well no the so another fun fact is that Gyatso is actually part of the name of the current Dalai Dalai Lama his name is (gasps) Tenzin Gyatso and so
1: I'm fucking dead okay I take it back I was ignorant (laughs) that's amazing
0: Yeah. (laughs) You were on the right track, though. You were picking up the crowns. Mm,
1: um, I love crowns.
0: Yes. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> uh, Gyatso also tells Aang back in this flashback that uh, the Air Temple Sanctuary is where Aang, when he becomes of age, will be able to find someone who can help him on his journey as the Avatar. So it's a cool little seed that's been planted in this flashback. And then we get... I think this is the same part. This is also really cute. There's this moment where I didn't write in my notes, but that where like, he, like Gyatso's like baking, but also what great characterization. Cause like they're having this like deep conversation while is like doing something with like an oven. And then once the serious conversation is over, like Gyatso's like, well, are you going to sit there or are you going to help me with these pies? And then they, hang and Gyatso airbend these pies up and then just pies like four meditating monks. And then they laugh. And it is one of the most wholesome beautiful things that I've ever seen. Yeah. So that was yeah, just so lovely. Yeah, I
1: mean, young, young male-identifying kids identifying with a father figure, it's just something we're not used to, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so we flashback <laughs> to the present-day Fire Nation and... Zhao is telling Zuko that he's taking his mission away from him. He's taking his literal fleet of ships uh, to go find the Avatar. And Iroh is not pressed about it at so- whatsoever. He's like, do you still have more of that tea? <laughs> and Zuko obviously is throwing a bitch fit, uh, as he always does. And then we flash back to the Air Temple Sanctuary. So after the we go back to the Air Temple and then they find the Air Temple Sanctuary and Aang is like, this is where Gyatso told me I'd find someone who can help me. And then so he airbends his way into it and then they find a bunch of statues. And then after some investigation, Katara realizes that they're in the order of the Avatar Cycle. And then Aang puts two and two together that these are all of his past lives. These are all the past Avatars ever, which is... Super, super fucking cool. I remember, I remember watching this being one of my favorite episodes when I was a kid, being like, "That is freaking wild." And lastly, this act closes out with Aang finding Avatar Roku, or this like this old man who has like a fire little braid in his hair, and we find out that who's this Avatar? Who's this Firebender? And Aang says, "This is Avatar Roku, who is the immediate past, the most recent Avatar before Aang." And they're like, "How do you know that?" And he's like, "I don't know. There's no, like, I just know it."
1: I I also love this moment. I don't know. Maybe it's like the history nerd in me. (laughs) But just like watching people discover their history and then like seeing that there was a whole system to this and that it's it's not just magic, that this is like to them, this is their natural world and this is how the world operates. So like anything that makes this a little more real was really cool. And the fact that Aang was like, I just know his name because that was the last me but i do have a Ooh. question are all the avatars men
2: no
0: they okay. are not no yeah. yeah yeah you'll find we'll, we'll see we'll meet more of them and we'll find out more of them in future episodes yeah. but no there
2: <gasps> yeah oh i know it gets so exciting when you like learn about all the other ones
0: <laughs> so fun i also i totally agree with your thing about like discovering history and because it's also like not only because I'm also a, I consider myself a history nerd and I think like I don't know most recently like in life I feel like in therapy I've been working through a lot of like decolonization stuff and a lot of like complexes I have as like as an Asian American particularly Filipino Philippine American and I feel like what a cool I don't even know if this is intentional on the writer's part but what a cool like ang loses his memory or like is in stasis for a hundred years, basically, right? He's frozen for a hundred years. So this this huge piece of his past, like his like his identity is very much like in his community, in his mentors and his, in this temple and in this place. And he's away from it for so long. And maybe that's what's potent about him finding his old avatar. Cause it's like, he now to be a full person, like needs to find out what happened to Kyahtso, what happened to all the people, what <laughs> happened to Roku what happened to all these avatars that I just recently learned that are all part of my past life. Like that's how I become a full person is to relearn stuff that has been taken from me, bitch. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. 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 that's on
2: decolonization. That's That's on on
1: that. that. That's on (laughs) that bitch. Mm. I was, so I was just thinking about this last night and like, I want to like talk about this more eventually and I won't get too serious, but like the violent curriculum regarding how we learned in the states violent curriculum regarding black lives regarding like slavery regarding the civil rights movement but i think something that should be talked about more is violent curriculum and leaving out imperative history to the students right like for example for us growing up in the bay area none of us knew about you know the farmer revolt in monterey with filipino americans we didn't know about the massacres in chinatowns and in la or the desecration of Manila Town in San Francisco. Like there's just so much we don't know. And that it's a further like stem of colonization and violent assimilation for us, right? Just being disconnected from our histories. And now we're left here trying to pick up the pieces and trying to like be a strong and solid ally for black lives, but we don't even know who we are because that was taken away from us so where do we oof 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 so ang coming back a hundred years later and figuring out his own history or like trying to put the pieces together it's beautiful but bittersweet because it's so relatable
0: yes yes i love all of that oh my gosh okay so we go into act three and we meet a lemur. We see this like little thing. We basically <laughs> find like an air lemur, which is one of the cutest lemur. things. Sokka wants to eat him. Aang wants him as a pet. And then they go on this cute little like chase, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. And then we cut back to to the Fire Nation where Zhao is assembling a search party to find the avatar. Does not care about Zuko. We learn more that Z- Zuko is not only the son of the, of the Fire Lord, but a banished prince. And J- Zhao goads Zuko saying that his father doesn't care about him, that he's a disgrace to the nation. And then he mentioned, he finally, yes. And he officially mentions for the first time in the series, we know that like this, the thing on his face is his scar. Look at that scar on your face. So we know that's, unfortunately, that is not, this is not uh, an extended metaphor for sex education about chlamydia. (laughs) It's a scar. Which I'm sure is potent, and I'm sure we're going to find out is a really important lesson to learn. But It
1: is potent. It stinks. It, it stinks, stinks, and it's rotting, and yes. that is why his eye is pink. Yes,
0: and <laughs> and even if it's not chlamydia, we just want to also say, learn about pink eye, learn about chlamydia, protect yourself, because it's, very, it's relatively easy to protect yourself. And when you're
1: done fisting, <laughs> wash your hands, or wear a glove while you're doing it, okay? Yes. Remember, palm up. Palm
2: up! <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god! And then Zuko, after being after being like after all this bullshit being said to him, Zuko challenges Zhao to an Agni Kai. Yep, which is super cool. Which basically we figure is like a duel. And uh, more fun facts: Agni Kai is actually a, a created word for this universe, where coming from two words, right? So Agni is a scan- Sanskrit word for fire and or the fire deity and kai is japanese for like meeting and i as i was looking it up it was like usually a business meeting but just any but really any meeting of two people so this is literally (laughs) so this is literally fire business is fucking fighting each other
1: (laughs) bring out the contracts get the notary on the phone and the fire marshal bitch
0: like who else is on the line this is fire nation capital who else is on the line yes please remember to go on mute if you're not speaking this
1: is the fire marshal A Dante, yes, this is, this is the movie.
0: <laughs> so we cut back to the Southern Air Temple, and then on this chase, like, Aang is searching for Momo, and a really sad moment where Aang stumbles upon some corpses of firebenders, and then at the center of them is what we soon find out is his old mentor, Gyatso, and he like crumples in emotion and honestly, like I, again, I knew what was coming, and I like felt it. I was like, "Ugh, this show takes me." And then all of a sudden, his Angs sort of starts to go into Avatar state. So his arrows light up, his eyes light up, and then Avatar statues within the Air Temple Sanctuary, and then in the and then we start seeing in the Earth Kingdom, in other Water Tribes, and in the Fire Nation, Avatar statues all light up across the damn world. The Avatar has returned. Bitch. Like, okay. what a I moment.
1: Got, I got questions. I guess this is me. Like, this is my Capricorn moon coming in and my Virgo <laughs> rising. Oh, I Lord. Just, I just need to be, like, pragmatic about this. What the fuck does the eyes lighting up mean? Is it, like, energies, like, going across the universe? Or, like...
2: It's <laughs> the Avatar returning. Oh,
1: it's the Avatar. That's all you need to know. You what know? is the science behind She's it? She's what does it all mean like why do all their
0: eyes
2: back in the house <laughs> it's me avatar.
0: heels it's click so... clacking about it's A. Yeah. it's roko it's the avatar <laughs> sorry we just disclosure we do not own any rights to that song <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I, the question still stands what the fuck does it mean and how did it happen <laughs> but I'll, I'll i'll let that go and you look
0: cute but can you can you query me a science on your eyes? <laughs> your eyes are not Eng, supposed Eng, to Eng, look Eng. like that. And honey, calm down. Talk to me. Talk <laughs> to me. And then me. is
2: this the moment where me. like it splits back to General Zhao and Zuko fighting?
1: <laughs> when they stand up and the shit like falls off their shoulders, I'm like. Okay, first of all, I get the I get the ceremony of things, but um, it seems like that was fucking useless <laughs> and
0: a <laughs> complete waste of resources you don't have. So. <laughs> I just also want to say, my aunt, when I was ten years old in you know two thousand two, two thousand three, and <gasps> went in the my watching this and like that in the closet, right, looking at Daddy Zhao. And honestly, at the time it wasn't like right now, like I'm like not sexualizing Zuko because he's a teenager and that's weird. But like back then it was not weird because I was a child. I'm just saying the sexual awakening that I felt watching those little claws fall off and then their glistening firebending muscles. I was like, maybe... Maybe those little moments at night when I look at my sisters Abercrombie and Fitch like magazines are not just a phase.
1: (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I just want to say we love a preface before we say something. (laughs) 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 My favorite thing we do, things we do now. (laughs) And then two
0: I love how much time we take up just like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like longer than the entire takeaway It's like the
1: setup Honestly, <laughs> millennial culture is the greatest It's hilarious It's like before you cancel me I acknowledge this could be problematic So by saying this You cannot
0: cancel me today Because I'm gonna say <laughs> Before you cancel me I know first of all I know I what I'm about myself. to say myself
1: <laughs> Before you cancel me, just know my father canceled me as soon as I was born. Oh, oh
0: my god!
1: <laughs> but um, I was gonna say that, yeah, they're super hot. But then I was like, why are their undertones so gray? Is this intentional? <laughs> like
0: like, cut, like skin color, you mean? Yeah,
1: like, their skin oh, undertones I didn't notice
0: that.
1: Yeah, I was looking at them like, hmm, <laughs> y'all must be like North Asian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> mm, y'all must be grayscale <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding now they're super hot. Captain Zhao, my goodness my yeah goodness. I really I
2: really like that scene because especially when like Zuko finally gets back up and like beats his ass and could have totally like gave him the same pink eye but was like no and then the <laughs> general Zhao wanted to call him a coward but then Uncle Eero was like, my nephew has more honor than you will ever yes. have he may be banished but he has more honor than you I was like
0: yes stick up for like another positive male father figure like what like Zhao being toxic masculine and Iroh being non-toxic masculine yeah like, he called
2: ooh. that because general Zhao was about to like um hit him like while Zuko was walking away which is like disgraceful as uncle Eero said <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and and uncle Iro ain't no punk bitch and he said yeah. no ma'am that foot.
1: <laughs> what was great was uncle Iro was like you know what I'm not here to baby you Zuko I'm just gonna tell you what you need to know but I'm yeah. gonna let you fight this fight fight yourself yes most part. yes he was like know your basics Get I like when he was
2: like when he was like break his root Like that.
1: (laughs) We
0: want to
2: talk (laughs) about chakras.
0: (laughs) General Iroh, I want you to break my root. (laughs) God, uh, please.
2: I love him. I absolutely love him. And he was like, thank you for the ginseng tea.
0: (laughs) Yes! Uh, Mic drop. (laughs) I also think like it, 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 it feels like a really subtle indication too of how fucking powerful Iroh is. Cause it's like, we just spent like a whole scene looking at how powerful, because also Zuko showed actually how fucking powerful he is again. Right. And then Commander Zhao, like, an, like, two, like, some of the strongest firebenders, we assume, like, around yeah. for him to be a commander. Yeah. And him of disgraced prince, like, clearly they're really powerful. And then Iroh, like, with one fucking move was like, no, ma'am. Like, that's, like, it, they didn't even say it much, but they were, like, planting the seed in my mind. But, like, Iroh is fun, some shit. Like, he doesn't need to show it at all, but, like... He is powerful He as may fun.
2: just want to sleep and drink tea, but don't fuck with him.
0: <laughs> don't fuck with this lady, honey. <laughs> I
1: also love that bureaucracy, like, translates into fictional old world systems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they were like, you know what? I'm going to fight you on sight that we plan four hours later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And you know what? Not not even on site. We're going to turn around first. so am going to put a shawl on and then we're going to wait five <laughs> minutes and we're going to turn around and the shawl falls <laughs> off
0: and then we fight. Yes. <laughs> I challenge you to an Agni Kai. Where is an opening on your schedule?
1: <laughs> well, I'm going to put some time on our calendars
0: to keep <laughs> your ass. Can you send me a link to your Outlook calendar? <laughs> I thought me, I already shared it.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna slack
0: you. Make sure you
1: check in and have your notifications on. I'm get your ass.
0: I hate us. So we go back to uh, uh, little Avatar Aang, who is understandably in a lot of pain in the middle of the Avatar state and unintentionally, like, honestly, hurts Sokka, like, throwing him back. And Sokka, actually, I think the first redeeming moment or like real redeeming moment is Sokka doesn't take it at, like, understands and, like, forgives without forgives Aang without having to Aang having to ask for it. But anyways, yeah. Katara talks Aang down by acknowledging his pain about losing his family and then reminding him that they are his new family. Like he doesn't yeah. he's not without a family now. He's like, yes, that is really hurtful that like they're gone and it must be really hard. And we're here for you. Like
2: right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, I've been through the same thing. I lost my mother. I've lost, you know, like, you know, all of her families currently gone to fighting the war so she's in the same amount of loss and she's just reminding him we're your family now (laughs) oh
1: oh it's and it was beautiful but it's at moments like these where i just i think about how much better the show could be now with like the the capabilities artists have now it was so good then Mm. but it's like if we could For example, the thing that I was stuck on was, okay, bitch, he's, like, in a ball of air, and it's super loud, he cannot hear you within the ball of air, and you're talking as (laughs) if he's right next to you, you know what I mean? And I was like, (laughs) bitch, can he hear you? You should speak louder. Like, you should get a megaphone or something. T-Roll is (laughs)
0: really, this episode is... He can do, all, and T roll really is fixated on this episode on the science of this world. And I think <laughs> I, I want to, I want to see you and acknowledge you and invite you to like live in the fantasy. You know, like yes, your questions I feel like, are how valid
2: does and logically work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> first of all, you are you are not the first person. My mom, my dad, my therapist, and my psychoanalyst have told me to let it go, and never I. <laughs> And Elsa has told me many times. <laughs> I know Elsa, and that bitch has problems
0: of her own, and she needs to <laughs> take her own advice, okay? Oh
2: my god, you're even critical of Miss Elsa.
0: <laughs> Miss Elsa, lesbian icon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For real? <laughs> is she,
0: is she really a lesbian? I don't know.
1: Oh, okay, you're not. So, so you're outing Elsa on our podcast? <laughs> That's what we're
2: doing?
0: That's what Yildred? we're
2: doing? She's gay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hate to break it to you, Mary.
2: (laughs) Let it go is her coming out of the closet.
0: (laughs) Yes, if that's not a queer anthem, I don't know what it is. So she talks him down, Aang kind of makes, says this line where like he makes this real, he says sorry. So he actually does, I guess he does apologize. And then he says that I really, really must be the last airbender. Boom, show title drop. Like that was no really offense, I, I
1: no offense. Katara told you; she said that at the <laughs> very beginning that they were all, all dead. And yes, you yes, said, yes, yes. "No, bitch, I'm not listening because I'm male-identifying and women are stupid." <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you know, waterbender? Wanna be waterbender? The fuck? Yeah. You, you can only get to the air temple with a fucking flying bison stupid (laughs) and he goes and realizes oh wait she was right and now i'm upset bitch we could have saved you the pain we could have saved you the pain
0: (laughs) so true thank you my
2: most favorite part happens where momo catches up to them into the into the air temple area and then momo actually gives food to sokka because he knew that Sokka was hungry and was like, but you ain't going to eat me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And up to Aang, <laughs> and they're all friends. And then Aang introduces the lemur to them as like our new family member.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. they're
2: like, what are you going to name him? And he steals a peach from Sokka, which, is, which I guess peach translates to Momo, right? I guess right Yeah, let's
0: go with that.
2: I think that's. I feel <laughs> I don't like know. Where I read it because he stole that fruit from Sokka, and I think that that fruit is called Momo. Oh, yeah, and then oh, I
0: didn't
1: catch that.
2: Yeah, we'll
1: name okay. him. Momo. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. Back to linguists.
0: They're linguists, okay. <laughs> bitch. They're really <laughs> okay. I
2: just, I love Momo so much, like.
0: Yes, etymology. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. So,
1: this bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: So we all know clubfoot has a little bit of a thing for animals. That's okay, and that's you know we you should, see you, you and we don't judge you.
1: You should introduce them to your diuretic dog. Maybe they can do some <laughs> help.
0: <laughs> maybe, they, maybe they can plug that hole. No. Maybe no, maybe my dog me. is diuretic because of clubfoot. You know, <laughs> leave her alone.
1: <laughs> you take your clubfoot out of there.
2: <laughs> Get out oh, of her. Can't play for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <That was scary. laughs>
0: and then we finished the episode with them. Oh, and it was really to that moment that where where Ang was introducing Momo to everyone and like saying it was really beautiful at that because he was like. Uh, Aang, he was like, Appa, Momo, and Aang are like, we are the last living survivors of this place. And like, we, we have to stick together. And I was like... <sighs> Ooh, resilience, like after genocide and like yeah. what we were talking about earlier about like decolonization and like rediscovering and like rediscovering family and like love and like community is resilient. And I'm like, ugh, this is
1: the trauma everything I need The trauma to... they're all yes. going through all at once. My goodness. And they're <laughs> just like, God. you know what? We're gonna keep going. Cause this is the old world bitch and traumas happen every 15 minutes. <laughs> just like Bart train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that was the episode. What was y'all's fave?
1: I have to say that the firefight between Zhao and Zuko soup's hot, soup's yes. into it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still, I guess I, <laughs> again, my Virgo rising coming out. I still don't understand the light. <laughs> Why the shirts are off but the pants are on? You know what I mean? Like,
0: (laughs) not everything needs a scientific justification. Okay,
1: but if the concern is that shit's going to catch on fire, then y'all should just be fighting naked, like the natives. This is still
2: a kid (laughs) show.
1: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I guess that's just always going to be my problem.
0: Oh my goodness. The most problem want...
2: is like, why can't y'all just fight naked? It's a children's show.
1: <laughs> okay, then why did they make Aang fall in love with Katara within the first two seconds of the opening? Okay, you no, know, he not not naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, my god. Um, oh my
2: god.
1: Okay, that's all to say that Club Foot does not like. Um, Libra, Libra signs with Virgo rising Capricorn. <laughs> okay, this so is actually, kind of
2: true. Those are like some of my most problematic signs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Can I just
1: say that we discovered this within like of ten minutes of actually talking? <laughs> like Clubfoot <laughs> and I were on a Bart train, and she was like, "Oh, sorry," they were like, "What is your sign?" And I was like, "I'm a Libra." <laughs> and Clubfoot. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs>
0: you know oh
2: that God.
0: True. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I remember when y'all read me, when we when I shared my sign with y'all, cause you, I was like, oh, I'm an Aquarius sun and moon. And Ugh. I don't really know much about Ugh. other signs. And then and then T-Roll immediately was like, that is so Aquarius of you. And I was like,
1: <laughs> what do you that mean? <laughs> so very that's
2: very so true. That's funny, a valid though. read. What? I'm a, I'm cancer, but my moon and rising are Aquarius.
1: You are the cancer.
2: Mm. <laughs> exactly, that's what I like to say. I'm a cancer and so is my zodiac sign.
0: Oh! <laughs> I hate millennial queers that we are. Okay, wait, Club Fla, what was your fave?
2: Momo. <laughs> and down, we knew Momo. That.
0: I, I love I the sh- I hate the conviction that you Re- to let me reframe that was it. my that was my colonized <laughs> oppressed. <laughs> I love the conviction that you <laughs> you used to say that. No, I
1: hated it. I oh mean, my God I, I really wish you would just break down <laughs>
0: <laughs> chill the fuck out. <laughs>
2: the Momo's so significant to like the rest of the story in such little lemur ways.
1: Oh. God, I know, oh i, I love it that. that's pretty oh my god i don't know this um. yet i'm excited <laughs> um, <laughs> i I just didn't know that momo is like an integral part to the story like i thought they were going to be just a just a pet but now i'm excited for momo
0: yay we love excitement so my fave was actually the <laughs> no my favorite was Aang going into Avatar state and like the the, the lights seen around the world that T Roll has a lot of problems with <laughs> <laughs> understanding. But my the reason I loved it is because it reminded me of the Beacons Are Lit, the, the Beacons of Gondor are Lit in The Lord of the Rings. Anyone, anyone a Lord of the Rings nerd? Oh my god, no. you're so gross. I have. I have. Wow, I love not having a, a fun audience. So, anyways, there's a moment in the movies. <laughs> Where they light a bunch of beacons and then it basically like lights it across the world and then at the end, right? Those Fire Nation priests are like, "Someone, tell word to the send word to the Fire Lord." The <laughs> Avatar has returned. It's like, girl, it's a messenger system. It is an ancient, it's an ancient instant messaging system. You know, yeah. before they hit AAM, they, they, they all the <laughs> <laughs> revered that bitch. They all revered that bitch.
2: They hate it. <laughs>
1: But also, can I just say that I'm a Lord of the Rings. I've been called a hobbit on more than one occasion. <laughs> okay, and my butthole is called Mordor. Oh,
2: God, uh, No.
0: <laughs> Mordor.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what was not it about this episode for y'all?
2: Uh Saka is just annoying to me. Still? <laughs> like, he
0: he didn't of this
2: episode. I'm hungry. I just want to <laughs> eat. Uh you're like in the midst of the most beautiful air temple. Hello. You
0: know what? You're right. You're totally right.
2: But that's probably it. I mean like I know like I like Saka, but just for this episode I'm like you're so
1: selfish.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. For me
1: it's Sorry, I think it's gonna be, it has to be Zuko, right? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stand by the listening audience, stand by, please.
2: <laughs> Still sponsored by Wix. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, for me it has to be Zuko and it has to be the, I don't know, just the continued um, I don't know. Disrespect of Uncle Iroh and just general angst is still not it for me. I'm sure that this will change and we'll see how that changes later. But Yeah, it's just that.
0: Totally. I I think what was not it for me was actually, hot take, Katara's overprotectiveness of Aang. I think that was a little bit like, I was like, I understand and I respect him. And I, that is a good friend. Like I understand why you want to protect him. And I feel like good intentions like there's so many examples we have of like friends and parents and loved ones and like partners wanting to preserve someone's feelings at the expense of them knowing the truth and i think we all like i know at least through therapy and like other things that like and other people know through other ways that like the truth is what really allows you like you have to feel it like you can't avoid like healing requires no, facing the truth and so right. I feel like Katara, well intentioned, may it, well she may have been, was doing a little bit of like coddling him and like honestly like delaying his healing process.
1: Yeah, I actually I was going to say something along the same lines. Like there, it was wonderful that there was this um, this overarching theme of allowing allowing adolescents to express their feelings and to like um, show it in a. Productive, and I wouldn't say productive, but like an expressive way and giving them room to do that. But there's also just so much like, I was like, you're right with Katara. It's like so much about letting Aang be destructive and figure out what that means first before like stopping him from doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like what would have happened if Katara didn't stop Aang from being in Avatar State?
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What
1: would that have looked like?
0: Ooh, Interesting. I never thought about that. Ugh, we're so smart, y'all. This is such a cool podcast to listen to. I'm so glad that I listened to this podcast. I don't know about you. <laughs> what was the queerest Momo of this episode?
2: The fight scene.
0: <laughs> I second that. Honestly, second. <laughs> it's so um,
2: hot. I just can't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go with Momo bringing food to Sokka. Um starving yourself all all day for maybe two or three days and then binging. That is the worst
0: <laughs> moment. <laughs> actually, no, I take it back. I well, plus one Agni Kai was queer. And I think another queer moment was um actually both of the t- or no, the monkey the flashback of Monkey being a loving father figure to Aang and n- queer in that it was such a positive I'm just saying like positive male figure in your life who's like supportive and who's not toxic, that that should be, I don't know if that is, but that should be queer. You know, like that should be something that we define as like queer is like positive male role model relationships. And period. baking. And baking, <laughs> yeah, and baking. Uh. And then
2: throwing the cakes at people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and violence through baking. <laughs> Pastry violence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it. That's this episode. Thank you both so much. This has been this has been terrible. I loved it. So bad.
1: <laughs> now we're Everyone gonna have our remember
2: Wow!
0: <laughs> remember to go over to Wix, make an episode. Also, they <laughs> should send us a check because we actually are not sponsored by them. And this is a free advertising, baby. <laughs> and
2: Stanley Steamer. Uh, John Crow <laughs> <Joe> needs you.
1: <laughs> call one <that> 800 steamer.
0: <laughs> da, 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 Carpet cleaner. Did I get the name? No?
1: literally say the name <laughs> in the song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you in chapter four. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Part, yeah, it's, weird... it's it's my favorite thing that I've ever done in my whole life. <laughs> I love
2: it so
1: much. I mm-hmm. love so, uh, so. uh, Avatar.
0: <laughs> God, uh, I hate both of you. I'm so glad that this is just a contractual gig. I don't know why my manager puts me on this bullshit. Uh, wait, what is that like? I don't I, I don't know why my manager books me on these chicken shit gigs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a fucking Emmy winner. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Oscar winner. Oscar. (laughs) I'm I'm an Oscar winner. Oscar Meyer winner.